You're listening to Hawk Talk with former Seahawks wide receiver Michael Bumpus. At the 10-yard line, second and eight. Three wide receivers now in motion as Bumpus left to right. Julius Jones with single setback. Matt Pump fakes, looking to the goal line. He throws it into the end zone. Touchdown, Seahawks! It's Michael Bumpus with a diving catch in the end zone. A 10-yard touchdown reception for Bumpus, and the kid out of Washington State has found himself a place on this team. Powered by Seahawks.com. What's up, folks? This is Michael Bumpus, and you're listening to Hawk Talk, the preview edition week eight. Along here with Nassar Chobie, the Hawks go down to Atlanta to face the Falcons. We need a bounce-back game, but before we get into it, I'm going to send it over to Nass for the injury updates. Thanks, Michael. Uh, Pete Carroll stepped to the podium this week and gave some updates on safety Bradley McDougal, uh, tight end Ed Dixon, tackle Dwayne Brown, and D-lineman Ziggy Ansah. So could, is, is Bradley out Sunday or is he out? I don't know that yet. Um, he's not practicing today. That's what, all I can tell you today. Um, so I, I can't tell you. I don't know. What's, uh, what's Ed Dixon's status? What yeah, he's working really well. He, he's... Um, He's going to come back next week, um, and I think next week is his first chance back. Is that right? Is it next week? He can practice. He can practice he's practicing next week, and he, based on what I'm seeing, he's going to be practicing to play. And uh, now that's pretty optimistic right now. But um, I've watched his workouts a number of times in the last couple of weeks, and he's working hard, and he has a chance, and and uh, meaning he has a chance to come back in that week and and, and help us some. So we'll see what happens. But um, that's pretty hopeful. But he looks good. Will Dwayne be able to practice today? Um, he's going to get some work today. Yep. How's uh, Ziggy Onsa doing with the ankle injury? Uh, we'll see how he does today. He he ran really well this morning, and uh, he looked he looked like he's really close to getting back. Uh, so we have a chance to see him play this week. Safety Lano Hill is also out with an elbow injury that's probably going to keep him out for another couple weeks. In other moves, the Seahawks made a big roster move this week, bringing in former Lions safety Quandre Diggs. Diggs was a Pro Bowl alternate last year after a 78-tackle, three-interception season with eight passes defended. He's going to be a big help in the secondary. As I said, mentioned earlier, Bradley and Leno are dealing with some injuries, so he's going to be a big help to that Seahawks secondary. All right, now we'll get into the Week 8 matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons have lost five in a row and included an ugly loss to the Rams. They fell 37-10, to and it sounded something like this. Third down and two, and again, the spot of the ball is the right hash and the 13 of Atlanta. Goff breaks the huddle. They set up two by two. He takes the quick snap, looking right all the way, lobs the ball to Gurley, out of the backfield, over the shoulder. He brings it in. Touchdown, L.A. Todd Gurley with one of the great catches of his career back in Georgia. Ran past Vic Beasley for the first touchdown of the game. What a play and what a throw by Jared Goff here. Todd's able to catch the ball, tuck it, get two feet down, and find a way to, to hang on to the ball, but the throw by Jared Goff. I mean, he drops that ball in the bucket, and we, we've we seen quarterbacks, this drill where quarterbacks are standing about 20 yards away from a trash can, and they try to drop it in the bucket. Well, Jared Goff just did that, and what a catch by Third. Todd Gurley. So, Mike, it's been a long month in a little bit, five weeks, five straight losses for the Falcons. What did you see from them last week against the Rams? What I saw in Az was a lot of what I've seen all this year from these guys. An offense that can get it done sometimes and a defense that can stop nobody. They're last or bottom to last in almost every major statistical category for a defense. Also, Matt Ryan went down. He bent his leg awkwardly on a sack caused by Aaron Donald in the fourth, causing a fumble that Donald recovered. 
Ryan limped off the field, went to the medical tent. They took him in the locker room, favoring an ankle with 7.36 remaining in the game. So third now in the full 10, Dave, at the 28. Rams lead 27-3. Here comes the pressure. Ryan will be sacked by Aaron Donald. And Donald's got the football. And the play is going to be whistled dead, and I hope Ryan's okay. Looks like the right ankle. Ruling on the field is a fumble recovered by number 99 of the Rams, who was then touched down by contact at the spot of the recovery. Oh, boy. Los Angeles' ball, first and ten. Now, this is a really severe bend to the right leg of Ryan because Donald falls. 13 minutes, 38 seconds. On the right leg in a complete whiff. So I don't know how Schweitzer ends up one-on-one on Aaron Donald, but that's that's what happened, and that's a no-win situation. So obviously Matt Ryan went down in that game, did not return. Um, here was Dan Quinn kind of giving a status update on Ryan as they head into this week. Sure, everybody's waiting on a, a status update on Matt Ryan. Uh, he does have a sprained ankle. Uh, we'll be preparing both ways. Um, if he can, that's great. And if he can't, then the bye would uh, come at a good time for him next week. Uh, he's already in the pool running. Just, uh, you guys have been around him. He'll, he'll try anything he can. So if he can't, that's the reason Matt Schaub is here is for moments like that. If he is called upon, he'll certainly be ready to do that, um, much like it is at every position. So, Man, it sucks to see Matt Ryan go down. Whenever a quarterback gets rolled up on by an offensive lineman, defensive lineman, it usually isn't good, and it really hurts this team because that was one of the few bright spots they had. Their offense was getting it done. Now you lose your leader, your your pro bowler, your MVP, your your Super Bowl, not winning but participant quarterback, and that really hurts the team. And before he went down, he was 16 for 29, 159 yards, and one interception. Then Matt Schwab comes in. This guy has like nine lives in the NFL. He's mm-hmm. been in the league for about 15 years now. When he did replace Ryan, he had a 10-yard touchdown to Austin Hooper with 2.36 remaining. Also what happened in this game, did you see Devonta Freeman and Aaron Donald get locked up? Man, that's just frustration right there. When, when uh, someone puts their hands on you and lifts you off your feet, you're, you're not going to feel a certain type of way yeah. about that, man. Yeah, I'm not mad at him. I mean – you got to be professional, maybe not throw a punch. I get it. But as a man, as a grown man, if another grown man picks me up and lifts me off the ground, I got to do something. Yeah, else. no, I'm going to feel a certain type of way about that. So, <laughs> And I get it, man. When, you, when, you're, when you're a team that has as much talent as the Falcons do and they're loaded offensively, when you've lost five in a row, I mean, frustrations are going to boil over. You lose sure. five in a row, you lose your quarterback, you're at home, things happen. But the lone bright spot was Julio Jones. He seems the ball. Six receptions and 93 yards. Julio, keep your head up. I kind of feel bad for this dude. He's wasted a lot of good years in his prime on a team that's been struggling. So we're going to move over to key matches. Falcons starting QB versus Seahawks front seven. For once, we are playing a quarterback that will not run outside the pocket yes, and give sir. our guys a chance to, to just put hands on the QB hits, tackle for losses. We need that, Nas. No, we absolutely do because this, like, <clears throat> this is the complete polar opposite of anything that they've faced the last couple of weeks. They've had, obviously, Lamar Jackson. You're preparing for that guy. You're not going to see a guy like him again. So thank the Lord. If we see him again, hopefully it'll be in February. But until then, we're not going to see a guy like that. So it's really, it's going to be really good for our front seven to get a guy that only gets success from the pocket, struggles thrown from the run, whether it's Matt or it's uh, Ryan. So either way, it's really good for the Seahawks uh, defensive line. Like mentioned earlier, let's talk about Matt Ryan a bit. He's a 2016 MVP, four-time Pro Bowler, first-time All-Pro. And despite the fight, his win-and-loss record, Ryan is having a pretty good 2019 
He's uh, 2,170 2, yards, second in the NFL, just behind Patrick Mahomes, 15 touchdowns, eight interceptions. If he can't go, like we said, Matt Schwab is going to get it done. I like how coaches kind of downplay injuries. Yeah, high ankle sprain. We'll see how he does. That thing looked bad. Mm-hmm. Schwab, get ready to go. You're going to get your chance. Schwab's been in the league for 15 years, has 24,000 y- passing yards and 134 TDs. He led the Houston Texans to several playoff appearances. So he's not a slouch. This guy's been here. He's won some games. He's been in some battles. He has some experience. No, for sure. He's, he's a two-time Pro Bowler. He uh, he led some pretty good Texans teams earlier this decade. So, no, the guy can, that can play, and he's a – when it comes to backup quarterbacks, that's about the best that you can get. You want a guy that's been established, he's had success in the league, and typically you want that guy to come in, be able to win you a couple games, and not completely have to change your whole offensive game plan or something like that. Exactly. I say the only other uh, backup quarterback who can get it done is that boy Teddy down in New Orleans, and we know all about that guy. Mm-hmm. All right, so for the first time again, they're playing a pocket passer. We expect our defensive line to put some pressure on him. Reed is, is going into a second game. We'll see if Anza gets healthy. Clowney's making some noise. Time for us to put it all together. Another matchup, Falcons receivers versus Seahawks secondary. Man, these uh, these DBs better be ready. You're going up against Julio Jones. I saw a clip from Larry Fitzgerald last week. He tapped Kyler Murray in the hip and said, man, 11. Fitzgerald said he's the best he's ever seen. You got one of the goats in the game himself calling the youngster the best he's ever seen. You know this man is dangerous. There's no weakness in this dude's game. He can run the short routes. He can go up top, catch the high footballs, the low footballs. The run after catch is crazy. Um, he's just a once-in-a-lifetime type player. Love watching this dude play. If you went into a lab and you're like, hey, I need to create a pro, the best wide receiver I can think about, Julio Jones is what you come up with. Yeah. I mean, the dude is a physical freak, and no matter what, he's going to get the ball. I mean, he – the numbers don't lie, man. Numbers and don't if lie. the goat saying you're the goat, I mean, hey. I can't complain. I can't. I, I can't. I can't lie about that. I'm not gonna argue with Fitz, baby. Calvin really another weapon. 29 receptions, 373 yards, four TDs. I really like this dude's route running. He really gets on the safeties. Good indicators. Those are the jab steps at the top of the routes. I love watching this dude run routes. While he's not a receiver, they also have Austin Hooper, who has been great thus far this season. 46 receptions, 526 yards, four TDs. Those three alone are going to give us problems, or at least attempt to give us problems. But what I'm encouraged by is the play of the secondary of these past two weeks. I think they put two solid weeks together, and maybe they're ready for this. They've seen a, a Beckham and a Landry. Now they're going to see a Jones, a Ridley, and a Hooper. And thankfully for us, Sanu got traded to the Patriots, so we don't have to deal with that yep, guy. one less problem, because Muhammad Sanu's a baller. He's yeah. probably going to have a great year with the Patriots, but lucky for us, we don't get to see him this week. No, sir. Another matchup to watch Car- – Chris Carson versus the Falcons, front seven. We need to get back to what we do. All right, after having three straight 100-yard rushing games, Chris Carson was held to 65 yards last Sunday. And I think it was more because of scheme. Um, the Baltimore Ravens blitzed along the edges a lot, and it seemed like we were trying to stretch the field east and west and hit those edges. Instead of hitting it straight up the gut, we talked to Ray Roberts yesterday about this, and he mentioned the same thing. Just get back to what we're doing, north-south running, get him on DBs, get him on safeties, and let him run through those guys. The Falcons are giving up 113 yards per game on the ground. I think it's time for us to get back to what we do. We're currently seventh in the NFL, rushing with 569 yards through seven games. Excuse me, Chris Carson is seventh. Another matchup to watch, Russell Wilson versus the Falcons secondary. Russell Wilson had his worst game of the season last week. A lot of guys have that 
type of game every week now. So I was <laughs> yeah. spoiled. To his standards. His yeah, standards. When, you're, when your standards are at MVP level and at the top of his game, yeah, when you have a game like that, it's going to seem like the world's falling. But li- Russell literally just had an average game average. to his standards. <laughs> so he's going to be fine. He had a B-plus game. We're used to those A-plus games. All right, Falcons are the 28th-ranked pass defense in the NFL, allowing 274 yards through the air each week. Also, the Falcons rank 31st in points allowed at 31 points per game. We're around the 4th or 5th-ranked scoring offense, so this is perfect for us. Russell Wilson is the MVP candidate for a reason, and we expect him to have a really big day this weekend down south indoors. Don't have to worry about the weather. Mm -hmm. The noise will be a factor, but it's nice to play in a controlled element where we can do whatever we want to. Yeah, and if we do, like you said, the previous key matchup, if Chris Carson gets going, we get him going like he's been going all season, right? And then Russell plays off that. That's when those play actions start hitting. I'd love to see Russell hit Tyler Lockett on a deep bomb, yeah. you know, 75 yards or something like that after, you know, Chris Carson pounding for five, for six, for seven, then boom, go over the top. So I feel pretty good about our matchups offensively. I feel good, man. I think we're going to come back home six and two. Path to victory. we got to create turnovers. Get back to what we started against the Browns. And we need to get to the quarterback. There's a lot of times we've been around the quarterback. We've made a move. But we want him to fill us. All right? We want, we want him to be sore after the game. We want him to know that this defensive line and defensive front, this came after and smacked you in the face. We need to run the ball. When the Hawks do that, they're incredibly hard to beat. Take advantage of the Falcons' struggling defense. This is like when you see just a wounded opponent and he's limping on the field. He's limping to the tunnel, man. We got to jump on him. Don't give him any kind of hope. The one advantage they have is that they're at home in that dome and mm-hmm. it gets extremely loud. But I think this is set up for us to have a good game. It absolutely is. And we were <laughs> I'm jumping in ahead. We're 4-0 on the road. We're 4-0 on the road, and they've got – Pete Carroll and the coaching staff has gotten the formula. They know what they do. They All the players get on the early bus. Yep. They leave on Friday for a Sunday game. They got all that camaraderie, and they, they've figured out what to do on the road. 10 a.m. time does not matter. They're rolling on the road, and this this sets up perfectly for them. Sets up perfectly. we got a hurt quarterback. we got a poor uh, – Poor rushing defense. Poor passing defense. Sanu is gone. We still got to worry about Julio, Ridley, and Hooper, but I think this is set up for us to have a great weekend. 12s, tune in, watch this game, bounce back, get right game, whatever you want to call it, we got to get it done. As for me, that's Hawk Talk Preview Edition. I'm Michael Bumpus, your host, along with my producer, Nasa Chobie. Have a great one.